Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Guiding Light Podcast, the title effect. I am your host, Taquisha Davis. I was compelled to come on, and I just want to start this episode off with a testimony and hoping to enlighten, you know, someone, reach one, that's enough. If all of a sudden you get sick out of nowhere and you tried hard to ensure, I'm not going to say try hard, you are a healthy individual to ensure you wouldn't get sick. This is a good sign. There is a spiritual law that whenever sickness comes upon a person, it is cleansing them, both physically, emotionally, and spiritually. It is preparing you for a new level of fulfillment, a miracle. It could be a new relationship that is coming to you, a new business that is coming to you, new wealth that is coming to you, maybe a new higher status that is coming to you, or new wisdom that is coming to you. All of these miracles come after a sickness. However, there is a spiritual rule. You have to accept the sickness with joy. You have to say thank you to the universe for the sickness. You have to muster the strength to be happy during the sickness. Otherwise, the negativity that is cleansed by the sickness is being replaced by more negativity. Such as if we complain, act like a victim, or engage in other bad habits during the sickness. All of those actions prolong the sickness. Make sure you inject joy, happiness, and certainty, even if you have to fake it during the sickness. And you will then go to your next level. We just celebrated Ayana's 10th birthday on November 1st. And like clockwork, if I do not go through a purge on anyone's birthday, it's always Ayana's. And guess what? I was anticipating, waiting for the purge. And it did not happen. I did not go through a purge. Ayana did not go through a purge. However, that night, Ayla went through a purge. Days pass. It's November 5th. I record the episode of Metamorphosis. After I recorded that episode, I literally morphed. Okay? Spiritually, physically, emotionally. I went through this transformation. And when I tell you, it felt like I just gave birth all over again. That was November 5th. I went through a purge. 
and it was so intense that the purge I was vomiting I was just in a pain and when I could no longer take it after two hours I reached out to my husband and let him know that I was not feeling okay he came and he massaged my stomach for me and the purge continued this day we was going to celebrate this was the last part of Ayana's celebration and she wanted to go skating and the plan was to take her to a newer skating rink however we did not make it and we didn't make it to the new skating rink however Frank still got up and took them to the skating rink and the skating rink closed at five so I was just explaining how that would have been a waste of money and time for them to go skate for 45 minutes so he ended up taking them to the main event and they were literally enjoying themselves and me and Ayla stayed and I ended up going to one of my soul sister's house and it was divine. I did not sit in this house moping and disgusted because I was going through something. And I need y'all to understand what it means to go through. It's passing through. So I embraced the change that was taking place on me, even though I was not aware of how long it was going to stay. It took its course. I still went about my my day and was grateful for the purge, for the sickness. And it hit me. November 5th, I go through a purge as if I gave birth again. I'm after birth pains. November 6th, guys, was the day Frank was scheduled for his vasectomy. The doctor came in at 11-11. And when I tell you, he was done at 11.35, exactly 24 minutes. Frank is is officially a member of the V-Squad, the (laughs) V-Club. No more babies for the Davis family. I can officially say giving birth physically And having babies is a closed chapter in our journey. The rebirth. The new beginning. And like I said, this is not even today's topic. You know what I'm saying? For the episode. This was just a testimony that I was compelled to share with you all. Because newness is here every moment. And it's, are you ready to receive it? 
no matter what it looks like, it is always for the greater good. Renew your mind. And with that being said, I would like to get into today's episode. So many individuals ask me, how do I know if my masculine and feminine energy within is in balance? How do you know that your masculine and feminine energy is in balance? Whether you are a man or a woman, you've got masculine and feminine energy. In the feminine, it looks like you are connected to yourself. It looks like and feels like you know who you are and who you are not. You are tapped into your intuition. You're tapped in spiritually and connected in a deep fashion. You have and you love yourself for exactly who you are. Nothing on the exterior defines you. And you trust that your deepest value comes from within. On the divine masculine side, I want to talk about business, career, and money. There's no force behind it. And you're not making money or in a certain career to prove a point or to gain power. As a matter of fact, money in your career and what you do for a living is simply a reflection of who you are. You are living in your purpose and you monetize that purpose. Therefore, you don't ever really work a day in your life. It's all play. So how do you know if you're in balance? Life is in flow. It feels literally effortless. You have living connections and relationships with All of your relationships, whether it's your partner, your family, and it could be the family that found you, that has been created. Money is flowing, and it feels as though life is not only a struggle, it's beautiful and you love it. And every single human being can get in balance. All you have to do is heal the things that took you out of balance. Because by your very nature, you are balance, you are perfection, you are abundance, and you are love. Responsibility of a masculine husband, of a masculine man. He first and foremost leads. He doesn't control He doesn't manipulate. He's not a tyrant and he's not a dictator. He leads and he can only lead because he leads himself first. He takes seriously his own growth. 
healing, and transformation. He seeks out professionals to help him in his journey. He ensures that he is taking care of himself first. This is the only way that he can truly lead. To ensure that he is the provider, the leader, the protector of his feminine partner, his feminine wife. The masculine husband is the king of his kingdom. That includes his home, his business, his family. He ensures that all is protected and all is provided for. He maintains and leads the direction of the financial future of the family. He leverages his feminine wife's creation, ideation, her life, her breath into the decisions that he makes for the family. He validates and holds space for his wife and his children to listen, to process, to hear their wants and desires. And then he takes action to ensure that his wife, that his family, and first himself is moving forward with integrity, with purpose, with joy, and playfulness. A masculine husband is never too busy for his wife. He doesn't put work, his buddies, in front of the connection that he has with his wife and his children. And the man who makes the excuse that work is more important because he's trying to provide is making an excuse from his wounded feminine energy. That is not a noble man. That is a man that allows distractions to overtake him because a masculine man is focused. Focus on the things that are truly important, his health, his integrity, his growth. And that man can provide, protect, and is the king of his kingdom. My only responsibility as a feminine wife. So now I'm going to communicate to you all about the feminine wife, the feminine woman, and the responsibility as a feminine wife, there is only one. For all other responsibilities come from this first responsibility. I am to honor, to take care of, and be responsible for myself first. For when a feminine wife, a feminine mother is caring for herself the whole world around her prospers, and the opposite is therefore true. A woman who is putting everyone else ahead of her is exhausted, burned out, and overwhelmed. And this woman overgives. She overextends, and she thinks that if she gives and gives and gives deep down in her subconscious, that she will receive what she has given back. That's simply untrue. So many women ask me, how do you have the energy? 
it's infinite. It's because the void is filled because I am my only responsibility. Don't you know when a woman gives and gives, rarely do you receive what you're giving back in return? This is you and your wounded masculine energy. The only responsibility that is absolutely foremost is if you are striving to be the feminine woman that you were crafted to become is to take care of you, not your spouse, not your husband, not your boyfriend, and certainly not your children. The greatest gift that a feminine mother can give to her children is a healing woman. For when you sacrifice and give yourself away to your children first, you communicate to them that self-sacrifice is is virtue. And it's absolutely not. So much of our society says that a virtue is a woman that gives to everyone else before she gives to herself. And that's simply untrue. Everything in my cup is for me. Everything running over is for everyone else. And when I have nothing running over, me is all I have. And if me is not enough, you have to and want to check yourself. And when you take care of yourself, it is the most powerful way in which you can begin to heal the world around you because you're healing first. It's not selfish, ladies. It's absolutely honorable. Since I have been taking care of myself first, I have been thriving. It is your responsibility as a masculine husband to provide that space of security and safety so I can take care of myself first. And self-care begins with healing your past wounds and trauma. The gratitude, if not looking like what I have been through, The gratitude for not becoming what I experienced. It took six babies. Six babies for me to rebirth myself. They represent the balance that my husband and I have created for ourselves. It took six Two, two, two. Look up the angel numbers of two, two, two. That's relationships. <laughs> it is noble when you know who you are and living in that. Your authentic, true is version of yourself and being unapologetic about it. It's rejoiceful. I am grateful for my divine masculine husband because he's in his divinity and he he leads and provides the leadership, the love, the affection. I am able to love myself and 
be in my femininity, the mother, the nurturer. That comes second. The woman for me is first. I love life. I love all of the realities of which I've created. And I can say my public life, my private life, and my secret life is in unison. (laughs) It's one. And my husband is aware of who I am and love those versions of me. And I'll choose him over and over and over. Much gratitude to the House of Davis. Much gratitude to Mr. Davis. When the foundation is in you, you can go anywhere and rebuild. Our journey is beginning. And I am so, so, so grateful for this new chapter in our life. And... Frank is a part of the V squad, the V club, and I call it varsity and he's in his freshman year. (laughs) It's up from here for sure. I love you guys. And of course, thank you for always allowing me to be a part of your journey and bringing me along your journey. I am here and I am grateful to be a vessel. And to be a part of your story, to help you build on it, to know that it's joy in everything and it's nothing happening to you. It is happening for you and your greatest good. And it's all working out. It's worked out. You're it. Be the joy. Be the love. I love you. Until next time. Peace.